Hello, world. Welcome to the Triple R Podcast. I am Chris Lee, one of your hosts, joined as always by Warren and Pilch. Warren, how are you doing today? Doing well. Uh, unfortunately, on the day of this recording, we're starting to get more stinking snow in upstate so New York. So much snow. So much snow. So I'm not, not looking forward to what it's going to look like when we wake up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and also Pilch. Pilch, thanks for joining us today. Here you go. Oh, thank you for having me, Chris. Um, I would also like for you to ask me a question that I wanted to pose to you. Is Can you ask okay. me how much snow that we have here in San Antonio? Sure. Uh, Pilch, how much snow you guys got down there? Uh, 0. 0.0 inches of snow. It was a <laughs> beautiful the, 74 degrees and sunny today. Um, you know, didn't even need a jacket. It was great. Son of a bitch. Well, that's that Texas living for you. Yeah, because if they get a dusting of snow, that the entire state shuts down. That's Georgia. Oh, yeah. Georgia be acting like that. No, that's uh, that's Texas too. Texas is the same. If we had any snow, I wouldn't have gone to work today. We would have shut down the whole place. <laughs> any any snow, and we got enough for me to shovel. Uh, before we started recording here, and we're still going to school tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I've become, I think I've become, I think I've become soft only because when me and, and you, Chris, and, and Pilch the same age as us, when we w- would get snow days back in school, we were like building tunnels in the snow bags. Uh, now it's like, oh, we went to school in this and it's closed. Um, but now I'm I'm looking for it. I'm like, oh, we got snow in the forecast. Maybe we'll get a snow day. But I don't know. Virtual learning day. That's what they call yes. it. That's, te- that's that's the technical term because the the kids are are going through a virtual learning day. But the uh, the staff, the security staff, such as myself, are still uh, treating them as snow days. Yeah. Cares yeah. if think, you lost. <laughs> I don't think we're soft. I just think we're old. Yeah, that's one way to yeah. look at it. Yeah, yeah. you know, your tunnel like makes my back hurt. I don't want to do it. <laughs> if we got it, oh, well, actually, we did get enough snow to do that when we got the two feet of snow uh, back in, was it December? Sure. No. No, it was the beginning of January? Yeah, I think. Or maybe it was in December. I don't fucking know. I don't you remember. Had, tell me, I have had, had zero snow. It's a, it a long time ago. All right. Well, enough weather. Let's talk some wrestling. Uh, first up on the docket for the pre-show, we're going to bid farewell pretty soon to the WWE Network. Uh, apparently, um, what's the hold on? What's the whole thing? Oh, this is what I know, and I know I'm. We got to. I got uh, to play some uh, some sad music for rest in peace WWE Network, but uh, peace. Now I just listen in our in our drop machine. I just typed in sad music, and there's three choices. So here, let's. This let's is going to be that. random. Let's see what happens. Okay, I'm never hitting that. Hold on, wait. Was that was that the drop or was that pilch? That was the drop. Okay, that was bad. 
That was terrible. Uh, almost yelled at Let me try one more. Okay. Well, um, this song is really catchy. I hear it's popular and really good for dancing, but yeah, uh, it's uh, dance music. It's not it at all. I said You're this still... music. It's uh, really good for dancing. Yeah. I, I apologize to the Triple R podcast family <laughs> for even hitting right. that. One more. So the story is. Um, so you're not going to do the third one? Th- you want to do the third one? Yeah, do the third one. I know what the third one is. I probably could have just went with that one from the jump. They didn't even get to the Jason Derulo part. So that's yeah. fun. Oh man, that's what I was just singing this earlier. Oh so, boy, that's one of my favorite uh, Saturday Night Live skits. So, do you uh, know? Do you know what that's from, Warren? I do know what it's from because I saw the skit, and then I'm like, oh, I got to look up and see what it was from. Right, I did the exact same thing. This, I mean, the skit's in, infinitely better than than whatever the original was. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. But do you know what that you know do you know what that's from? I have no idea. Okay, so there's a do you remember the show One Tree Hill? Was it One Tree Hill or was it the OC? I thought it was One Tree Hill. Oh, maybe it was the OC. I think it was the OC. Right. It couldn't have been the OC because I watched every episode of the OC with a fine tooth comb. I would you know. sure? No, it's I'm pretty sure. One Tree Hill. I'm telling you. Right. One Tree Hill? I'm pretty sure it's One Tree uh, Hill. So no, you guys talking about? It. I'll look it up. So in One Tree Hill, there's this somebody. There's somebody's like running from another person, and uh, then there's a gun, and there's a fight in a motel room, and um, these two people are fighting, 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 and then randomly this girl shoots a guy, and this guy dies. And then once this guy gets shot, they play that song. And it was like really random, like you didn't like you didn't see it coming. Like it was just like you didn't know where the ga- the gun really came from. You didn't know like you know how she got it and why she shot him. Blah blah. blah. So it, it was such a random thing to happen on that show that SNL, the Lonely Island guys, parodied it, and they like write wrote the like they were like writing a skit. And in the thing, it was like, oh, when this person shows up, we're just going to shoot them. And then they just, like, kept doing it. And then every time somebody got shot, they played that song. Much say. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's really, if you should go watch it on YouTube. It's yeah. you, don't, you don't have to watch the show. Don't watch One Tree or One don't Tree. Watch the, the original version. Just watch the skit. The skit yeah. is hilarious. It is really funny. Huh. Um, but getting back to business. Oh, just- <laughs> oh boy! I I saw this news. It was rather out of nowhere. I didn't hear any inklings of this happening. But the WWE will be shutting down the WWE Network and moving all of its streaming content, whether it's the library or the pay per views, uh, to the Peacock Network. What you say? Oh, that you only meant well, 
but of course you did mm, what you say mm, that it's all for the best because it so I believe and I'll have to look it up and, and we'll catch up with you guys the, the next time we talk um, but this move is uh, happening about mid-March um, the first pay-per-view that will be um, on the Peacock Network is uh, Vroom Fastlane um, and you have to you, whenever you refer to the pay-per-view Fastlane, you have to say the Vroom before it. Um, that's a rule, but okay. It, it 100% is the rule. When we used to do our pick sheets in our in my my circle of friends, we would one of the picks that we would have is the over and under on how many Vrooms you would hear throughout the whole pay-per-view. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. That is a very good that's one. A good tiebreaker. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so they're moving all of their stuff off of the off of the WWE network. That's shutting down. Moving over to the Peacock Network. There will be two ways that you can watch. Uh you I believe if you have a WWE network subscription, it'll automatically transfer over to a $4.99 Peacock subscription, which will include commercials. The four ninety nine version of Peacock will include commercials, but you're also saving five dollars off of a WWE Network subscription because that's normally ten bucks. Um, if you upgrade to the ten dollar version of Peacock, you will get no commercials. Um, some people, if they have a particular cable network, I want to say if it's like Comcast or something like that, Peacock, the $4.99 version of Peacock will be included in your cable package. Um, we don't have uh, Comcast up where where me and, and Chris reside. Uh, so, yeah, this was out of nowhere. A lot of money was exchanged. Um, I even heard the ESPN was not thrilled with this decision. Um, and they will no longer uh, air any kind of content from WWE since they're moving all of their stuff over to uh, NBC mm. because NBC's Peacock Network is in direct competition with uh, Disney Plus, uh, the, that whole app and whatnot. Um, so really random out of nowhere. Nobody uh, really saw it coming, but I would say that the pandemic, the not having fans, um, everybody from sports leagues to even wrestling companies are trying to either cut salary or find other ways to make that salary back up. And getting this money from NBC Universal is probably uh, going to help them get those funds back up into uh, to a better uh, spot. Oh, yeah. It was for a billion dollars. Yes. I mean, I'd do it for a billion dollars. I'd sell myself to uh, NBC for a billion dollars. The, the lottos, both of the lottos, the Mega Millions and the Powerball, were both almost uh, up to a billion dollars recently. Yeah, and I spent a lot of money on tickets. <laughs> we both did way too much. Anywho. So, yeah, no more WWE. Well, I mean, it's still there, but... Yeah, you'll you'll get it through uh through Room Fast Lane. The way and, people were talking about it, it was like, oh, the WWE over is just like going away. And it's like 
it's not really going away. Like it's just moving a little bit. I I know I can speak for one friend of mine, Kent. You know, my friend Kent Keys. Shout out Kent Keys. Um, he's not getting a Peacock subscription. He's going to watch the Royal Rumble this coming Sunday at the time of this recording, and uh, and then subscribe from the WWE Network. Just not going to watch wrestling anymore. That's it. There are some people that they, I had a, for a short time, it was probably about a month, had a Peacock subscription, but that was to watch the new version of Saved by the Bell, which was really good. Um, but as soon as we were done watching that, um, that one season, I unsubscribed. I had no other reason to watch it. Um, but I'll be back on there once once the, uh, the network shuts down. Well, Pilch, you got anything you want to throw in about the network moving to Peacock? I actually have a lot of thoughts about this that, um, you know, Warren didn't even decide to touch on. So <clears throat> first and foremost, let I, I can't take credit for a lot of these thoughts because I, I watched a um, as I've referenced before, my my favorite YouTube channel is the Squared Circle Cycle Babble. It's these two brothers that talk about wrestling and are actually very, I don't know, I, I think they're very good, but. One of them is a TV executive. Like, that's his, like, day job, right? And he had talked about how the future of television is streaming. Like, very few people have cable subscriptions anymore. And, like, you know, that everyone watches everything on demand. They want it right away and blah, 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 blah. Right? So, Mm -hmm. if you do a little research here, right? Um, the WWE network has like 1.6 million subscribers, 1.3 million, somewhere in that range. It's like less than 2 million subscribers, right? Uh, Peacock has like almost 14 million subscribers. So just by adding the WWE network to Peacock, you are gaining an audience that could potentially watch the product. Not, I'm not going to say they're going to, but they could potentially, right? And mm-hmm. if you take into consideration like the casual fan, so someone like, I don't know, Chris, you and I have like dozens of friends that like were very big wrestling fans at one point, don't watch it anymore. But right. if you and I hype it up enough and we're like, hey, we're all going to get together, we're going to get a keg, we're going to watch WrestleMania, they'd be like all in, right? Oh, um, SummerSlam would fall. Either SummerSlam or NXT TakeOver would fall on our football draft. Mm-hmm. And I would make you and Cody put it on the TV while we drafted because I would want to watch it. And our draft always took like 10 hours. Right. <laughs> and people would talk shit because I would put on wrestling. And, oh, you know, it's fake, right? <laughs> but then once it was on, people would be into it and be watching matches and have comments. Be like, oh, this is right. actually pretty exciting. But that, it's just like thing. one of those things. Like, yeah. Think about when WrestleMania comes around, right? Is if you're someone that's a casual <clears throat> fan and you hear that there's a, and I know we've been this has been teased and it's probably not going to happen, but let's say there's a Rock Roman main event, right? Right. You're a casual fan, you're not going to go out of your way to download the WWE Network. You're not. No, it's not going to happen. Mm-mm. But. If you are a Comcast subscriber, if you're an Xfinity subscriber, you know, any any cable subs, subs, subscription, I guess, that offers this like a free service, 
if you upload if you turn on the peacock app and you're like oh wrestlemania is happening right now there's a very good chance you might tune in i think right. you know no i think i think you're a hundred percent right about that um i'm not I don't think I can debate the the sense that this makes for WWE to do. Um, this is broadening the audience. This is like you said, are all 14 million subscribers going to watch wrestling? Probably not. But no. even if you get a quarter of them to take a peek at it and get maybe get back into it um, or maybe be a new regular watcher or something like that. Um, even a quarter of them jumping over and starting to watch, or maybe even less than that would still be a, a massive jump from what the numbers they were do from the numbers that they were doing is just the WWE network. Right. And I, I don't see and how this, you can look at this as anything. You, you can't look at this as anything but a positive all the way around. Right. No, no, it's I agree with that. It's a positive for WWE. It's a positive for us because we're all all three of us are already paying ten dollars a month. Well, two of us and Chris Mooch's off of Warren. Yeah. But we're already paying ten dollars a month for WWE. And you're you're telling me if I just take that ten dollars and subscribe to Peacock, I get WWE plus whatever they're doing. I mean it's and you a get five dollars. It, it's a win win for everyone involved, I think. Um and he, he, here's the big thing that I think a lot of people aren't talking about is this this plan. It was a billion dollar acquisition, right? And mm -hmm. this had to have been in the works for a long time. This is this wasn't like a wake up Monday morning and this the deal's done no. by Friday, right? No, the, the decisions like this with this much money in, on the line is not a an overnight thing. This has been being this has probably been talked about for. Uh, I'd say months. No, I wouldn't even say weeks. I would say months. So you have to think that this WrestleMania is going to be absolutely absurd. I think it's it's going to be so chock full of star power that you know who who knows what's going to happen. I mean, I don't. I mean, we could get like you know Hulk Hogan versus the Iron Sheik for all I know. I mean, please no. Yeah, let's not do that. <clears throat> and that's I, literally let's because I don't want to see Hogan wrestle. I'd love to see Sheik wrestle. Oh, please, I pay ten bucks for that. that. That gimmick battle royal, he can barely walk. That's fine. I did he win? Fine. He did win. You want to know why he won? That's exactly why he won. That is exactly I agree, Sheik. Don't take that from Chris. That he was being out of line. <laughs> oh, um, well, yeah. So, I mean, I don't hate him. It is a, a billion dollars. You you do what you got to do, WWE. I don't hate you. It's a billion yeah. dollars. No, I, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I money moves. Right. I'm all for it. Um. Am I sad to see the network go? Was I a day one subscriber? Absolutely was. Anyway. Uh, you can't even say that. Like it's not like it's not going to be there. It is. It's just it, it, it it it'll be different. 
Mm. It'll be different. We'll Instead of going to watch WWE.com, I'd have to go to Peacock.com or whatever it is. Tomato potato, man. It's, yeah, right. no, I, and I right. get it. Right. I, I totally get it. And Pilch's point with, with moving it to where more people can watch it mm-hmm. um, is it totally makes sense. Gets more eyes on the product, gets more money to come in towards the product. Um, which is what everybody needs at this present time because either there's still no fans or there's extremely limited fans in the building. Um, right. So you have to generate money and, and revenue in any way you possibly can. And this is what this is doing. It's the potential to generate more revenue. Yeah. If, if you look at it as nothing but a net positive for wrestling and the exposure it could gain, then you just – you're not looking at it from the right lens, in my opinion. I'm still I waiting have. for that AEW app to come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're under the uh, the Turner umbrella, so you know, eventually it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, you know, cable, five yeah. years from now, cable as we know, it's not going to exist anymore. Just yeah. And I'm actually surprised um, that AEW. They're going to have to do something because I don't think they're going to be able to survive with their $50 pay-per-views every month. Every three months. Every every three months. I think that I think that price might have to come down a little bit. Slightly. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I'm pumped up for Revolution. So a resolution. What's it called? Revolution. <clears throat> Revolution, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. I mean, but that's... It's a difference in the product, though. I mean, you know, if... I, I was actually talking to Chris about this the other day. If you're, if you're WWE, you can't justify charging $50 a month because you have a pay-per-view every month. And sometimes two. And sometimes two. But when your pay-per-views are once every three months or four months... I mean, I'm going to pay it every time. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, Warren, I know you probably are too. And if. I, I don't know about paying it, but we're not going to talk about that here. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm the real AW fan here. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next, next on the docket. Let's go. I just want to talk about this real quick because it doesn't make any sense to me. And I just want to get your guys' perspective on this. So, you know, Royal Rumble's happening on Sunday. Everything's declaring for the Royal Rumble. It's just like the thing they do. And then, you know, of course, they're going to have the rest of the entrance be a mystery in case, like, somebody comes back who has been, you know, maybe retired. Maybe they've been away and, like, WWE's bringing them back just for the night or maybe a small run or whatever the case may be. So this year edge cut a promo again. I don't know who he was talking directly to. Was he talking to Randy? Maybe he was talking to Randy or someone. I don't remember who he directed it to, but he was saying that he was going to be in the Royal rumble. He was just declaring for the Royal rumble, right? Regular schmegler, like didn't think anything of it. The internet went crazy. 
memes and comments on Twitter and everywhere, just like WWE doesn't know what they're doing. They're booking this wrong. This should have been a secret. Why would they, you know, why would they have Edge declare for the Royal Rumble? Just have him come out and surprise everyone. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you already did it. They did that. Do you not remember? Like, they did that last year. Last year's Royal Rumble. No one knew Edge was coming. No one knew he had got cleared. And when his music hit, it was the biggest pop of the night. It was a very cinematic moment. He, cut, You know, it, the, the pop, his music hits, the crowd goes crazy. The smoke hits. He steps through the smoke, bewildered, like, holy shit, I'm back. I've missed this. I've missed this. Se-. Like, it was the best moment of that whole year, I would even say. That whole pay-per-view, definitely. And... You know, and he was back for a little run and had his feud with Randy. It was great. Great feud, right? Great little run. And now he was hurt. He's coming back. He declared for a Royal Rumble. Why wouldn't he just say, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble? I don't know. I just, I disagree. All the people that are out, like, you know, complaining on how they did it and how he declared, like, you're wrong. Just whatever you're saying, you're wrong. Just know you're wrong. And I don't know how you guys feel about it, but that's how I feel about it. I just wanted to let everyone who's complaining about him declaring, saying that they should have waited and kept it a secret, you're wrong. So I think this is just my personal opinion. The people that are complaining at how Edge announced that he was going to be in the Rumble are literally just trying to find something to complain about because it's WWE. Yeah. Um, I, we've all watched wrestling for many years and I would be safe to say that any wrestling fan that you talk to Royal Rumble is probably one of their favorite, if not their favorite pay-per-view outside of WrestleMania mm. um, because of the match, because of the stakes and all that stuff. They've always announced a good portion of the stars if they were going to be in. And they've even let some people know where they were going to be drafted. Yes, there are going to be some surprises, but usually those surprises are like way out from left field. Right. Like, some are legends that come back. Others are people that are returning from injury and you haven't heard from. Edge is already, like I said, and like you said, last year was Edge's return from, from left field to get the big, huge pop, and that was probably the biggest pop. That was pretty much the last big pop that they had before COVID hit. Right. At least that I can remember. Right. And it was great. It was, it was, Absolutely. It was great. So it was a great moment. Sometimes I will go back and just rewatch that because it's such a great moment. Oh, easily, easily. When they're panning the crown and people just cannot believe that they're hearing Edge's music. And when Edge steps out of that smoke, the look in his eye is priceless. It's like he's missed this. They've missed this. Like everyone is freaking out. Michael Cole is freaking out. I was freaking out. I, I thought. I was like, no, that's they they're playing the wrong music. Like I didn't believe that it was Yeah. Edge when I walked like I knew I knew that music. And I knew I was like, is that Edge's music? Are they playing the wrong music? Why are they playing Edge's music? And then he stepped out. I was like, 
holy shit. And then he took that one, he took like a deep six, and I was like, I grabbed my neck because I was like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> it was my Whenever, somebody, whenever somebody's coming back, regardless of what the injury is, especially in, in Edge's case, because his was a neck injury, and we just thought, okay, he's done, never going right. to come back. Oh, yeah. Um, by the time they get to the point where, okay, they're going to come back and come back in a match, they've already taken X amount of bumps, gotten checked out two and three and four times. Same thing happened when Daniel Bryan came back. Mm-hmm. He got checked out for his his concussion stuff zillions of times before he even set foot on SmackDown saying he was coming back. Right. Um, we don't obviously know that or or think of that when it, they come back. That's just, you know, the nature of the beast. Um, but there's no way you're going to be able to go down that same road again because I think they're doing the rumble from the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. So again, limited to no fans. You're not going to get the same kind of pop when when Edge does come back. Well, they can pipe it in. Obviously, piping in is different. It's not the same. It's not. You're not going to get that same kind of pop. That's what so, they did with um. That's why I think they had Drew lose his title and get it back because they wanted because when they figured out to pipe in the crowd noise, they wanted to give him that. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, you got a point there. Um, I just, yeah, p- people at, at this point are going to look for look at WWE, try to find something to complain about, and just say, <gasps> why are they doing it like this? I'm going to go watch AEW or whatever the case. Um, if you're that mad about it, don't watch. Plain and simple. Uh, don't don't hate watch because I I can't stand that either. Um, if you don't like it, don't watch. Go like, watch something else. Mean hate watch, like watch it just to complain about it. People do that. Yes, <laughs> hence hence those are the people that you're talking to right now, saying that they're hating as to why they announced Edge coming back. Those people hate watch. Watch it just to complain about it on social media. I see the same thing happen in uh in the, the the Madden community where people will buy the game just to point out the flaws in the game and it beg and plead for 2K to release a football game again. <laughs> Irks my nerves. Yeah. So I don't know. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um Pilch, what do you got for this? Oh yeah, Pilch, you got any uh any thoughts on the matter? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts. I, I didn't know when you guys were going to be done, so I actually went out and made myself a snack. Uh, came back about 10 minutes later. Um, my, like, my issue isn't that Edge announced his entrance in the Royal Rumble early. It's how he did it. You don't and, like how? Yeah, let me, let me present to you two scenarios here, right? No, here we go. Pilch books. This is... This is the scenario we got, which was mm-hmm. someone decided to FaceTime Edge while he was at home. He probably just got done watching Family Guy. He's like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble, and it's going to be great. And everyone's like, okay, well, Edge is in the Royal Rumble now. Now, if they would have 
transitioned it to the fact where we had this AJ Styles versus R-Truth match and the winner goes to the Royal Rumble and, you know, obviously AJ Styles won. But if Edge's music would have hit and he would have sprinted out the ring and speared AJ Styles and had him retreat to the out, like, you know, the back and then he grabbed the microphone mm-hmm. and said, I'm also going to be in the Royal Rumble. I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. Right. I, it, I hear you. It's not... It's not so much about the fact that he's declaring early. It's about the fact of the way they went about declaring him early. Because but there's I, no how many other people. But I feel like how many other people just did that? Like just said, "Oh, don't worry, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble." Like in just an interview. So I have I have the list of of people that have announced so far, mm-hmm. and how they announced, or at least where they announced. 18 on on the men's side have announced. Um, Some are on Raw and SmackDown, which is understandable. AJ Styles was on Twitter. Otis was on WWE.com. The Miz was on TMZ. Uh, John Morrison and Sheamus, Twitter. And Jeff Hardy, Twitter. Elias was on Raw Talk. Uh, how is that any different than how Edge announced on it's those not, platforms? But, but those people are not Edge. <sighs> I mean, uh, th- that's what that that's my point. Is it's not any different. But if you you have someone of that magnitude, it's like if John Cena was in bed eating a bowl of Cheerios. And we like Vince McMahon FaceTimed him and John Cena's like, yeah, no, I'll be in the Royal Rumble. (laughs) Everyone will be like, okay, well, we're glad John Cena's coming back, but this is like what we get. You know, it's just. I don't, I don't think everything needs to be. I don't think Edge needs to come out and spear. Yeah. I think he got a pretty decent promo. I don't I don't think I don't think that that would be an an unnecessary bump that he would take or unnecessary ring time that he would give out. And you have a very I don't know what the timeline is, but you have a very finite time with Edge. He's not going to be here forever. We don't know. I mean, it's good thing that his neck is held up. For the handful of matches that he did before he he tore his uh, I don't know if it was pec or his tricep, one or the other. Um, but you have a finite time with him. You want to save those those bumps and time in the ring for legitimate matches and not just a run in where he does a spear to AJ Styles just because. But you're you're arguing semantics here. Let's. Let's bring him out with a chair, and he hits AJ in the head with a chair. I, or in the gut. It doesn't matter. It's but again, that's unnecessary the, time the, the, that he needs to be in the ring. In the ring, he he runs to the ring, swings a chair, and then that's it. There's no bump. He's not filling his bump card. He's literally just if he can't do that, then he shouldn't be in the Royal Rumble in the first place. In my opinion, no, 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 not not that he can't do it. Not saying that he can't. But he doesn't need to do it. Uh, my my argument is this: is that this is your arguably second biggest pay per view of the year. 
This is your go-home show to your flagship program, to your second biggest pay-per-view of the year. And you can't get one of the biggest draws to even make an appearance on the television show without it being through FaceTime. Like that, that's it. Like you, you, the both of you need to see that. It's not that he announced himself early. It's the fact that like the way it happened, it could have been handled so much better than it was. That's where everyone's issue is. So I know in years past, people have just done a backstage promo and said, I'm in the Royal Rumble. Would right. that have been? Those, those, people, those people aren't edge and they're not like. I, I mean, I do. I could do some digging. I think I remember the rock saying that he was going to be in a Royal Rumble in a backstage promo. Yeah. But was rock a full-time wrestler at that point? Yes, absolutely. But, he hasn't been a part-timer in the Royal Rumble. Well, that that's, that's my point is you, you can't have a full-time you can't compare a full-time wrestler to someone that's part-time gains a big pop like that it's you you you're arguing x's and o's here you know it, it's perfectly fine for i don't know Randy Orton to declare for the Royal Rumble on the back on a random episode of whatever but it's a completely different story when you're talking about edge declaring for it and at the end of the day they're probably going to be very comparable in their legacies to leave behind but where they are now it's it's apples and oranges i don't necessarily have an issue with how it's announced I'm okay with however they announced. I mean, I I could have an issue with why The Miz announced it on TMZ. Uh, again, it's a member of the ap- active roster that everyone already expects to be in the Royal Rumble anyway. I just, I don't know. I, I, I have an issue with it because I think they could have done so much more. I don't have an issue with Edge being in the Royal Rumble. I don't have an issue oh, with him announcing early. My issue is mm-hmm. with how they chose to go about it. And it's, you know, as, as well documented as this is being our, what, 26th, 27th episode, whatever it is. Like, I just, I have an issue with WWE. Their booking is just nonsensical all the time and this is like a to me this is a, a great example of how nonsensical it is where they're, they're wasting a golden opportunity to like really get a good pop whether it's a royal rumble or whether it's on raw Again, i don't you have, i don't you have it you have your flagship show in a go home show before your second biggest pay-per-view of the year and you have an opportunity even if he doesn't do a single wrestling move, Warren, bring him out. Bring him out to the ring. Have him scare somebody. Who cares? Like, that would have garnered a lot less, like, heat than what happened. I think if there were people, legitimate crowds, like there were before COVID, they would have absolutely brought Edge out. 100%. However they announced it after that is whatever. I think the fact that 
There aren't necessarily crowds. Yes, you can manufacture the sound, but it's not the same. Um, is why they've been so loose with, let's have this person announce on Raw Talk. Let's have this person announce on Twitter. Let's have Edge announce how he announced. I think if there were if there were people in the stands, legitimate people sitting butts and seats, then sure, bring Edge out, have him show his face in front of the crowd, get that loud pop, back from injury, 100%, I'm going to be in a Royal Rumble. I don't think they necessarily are going to be reaching to have people in the arena uh, if you're not going to have that pop. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this point. I mean, again, I agree with a lot of the points you guys made. I just, to me, it's just, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, it, and again, like, it makes a lot of sense in the fact that a lot of what they do makes no sense. So I guess if you're going on that route, then, you know, it's perfect. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I want. I want to. I want to be on your side, Pilch. I want to agree with it. I just think. I still think people are overreacting. I mean, I'm just. I, I'm not excited about it. Like it doesn't. It didn't move the needle for me. I don't know. That's. I guess that's where I'm coming from. Is like, I found out Edge was going to be in the Royal Rumble. Like, oh, cool. Right. You know, I mean, I, I, if there was, I if guess there was more behind it, maybe it would change my tune a little bit more. I mean, now it's no, like I, he he cut a promo in his pajamas on FaceTime. Like, uh, yeah, he's real excited. So that should make me really excited. You know, it just I, that that's my issue. I don't think Edge announcing that he was in the Royal Rumble really moved me outside of, oh, Edge is back, finally back from his injury. Um, because I'm probably, not probably, I'm most likely going to watch the Royal Rumble regardless if Edge was in it or not. Yeah, again, I think we're just going to, we're not going to agree on this one, so. Yeah. All right, well. Let's see what else we got to talk about. Um, oh, so there was a a clip from, uh, I believe it was last week's uh, Dynamite. I'm pretty sure I, I sent it to you both in the group chat. Uh, Jericho, what was the match? Pilch, do you remember what the match was? Oh, I sure do. Um, it was a six-way or a three-way tag with six competitors that was going to decide the ultimate tag team in the inner circle. So you had Jericho and MJF versus Hager and Sammy Guevara and uh, LAX or Pride, Proud and Powerful, whatever you want to call them, um, Santana Ortiz, who are great, by the way. Um, and before we get into this, did you know... So Jake Hager and Sammy Guevara teamed together 
Do you know who like cut a promo for them before the match? No, I don't know who. Sammy Hagar. That Sammy, makes sense. Sammy Hagar, like from like Van Hagar, Zan- Sammy Hagar. Van Hagar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That's what their team name is. Yeah, I mean, it's not Van Halen because Eddie Van Halen's gone, so it's Van Hagar. Uh, Van Hagar. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, their team name was Sammy Hagar, and Sammy Hagar cut a promo. It was great. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But anyways, continue with where you're going. So in this match, uh, there's you know Jericho. There's a spot. You know Jericho is lined up. Someone I don't remember who was taking it. Um, someone for a lion salt, and I know last episode i know i i posited that you know jericho he can still go he still got it and always the new the new uh generations rick flair wrestling well into his older age um but this lion salt oh boy <laughs> i think i believe the caption on the clip was lion salt more like struggle salt uh <laughs> he he did not get any lift on this thing, um, damn near landed on his head. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it was really bad. It was just really bad. I noticed it and I thought it was really funny. And uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? You think it's time for Jericho to retire the line salt? I'm sorry. We Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> Well, I'm po- I'm posing it to both of you. Do you think it's time for Jericho to retire the line salt? Pilch, you can go first. Uh, n- no, I don't think so. Um, you think it was just a misstep? You think it was just a maybe I, it was a little think, blown up? Yeah, Ward and I talked about this the other day. I, he he thinks it was he thinks it's time for Jericho to retire. I think it was a misstep. Um, hmm. I mean, how do how many times do you think Jericho's done the line salt? If you had to take a guess. How many, oh. how many hours are in a day? I don't know. Like <laughs> thousands, I would say. Now, if the next time he does it, it's a, it comes to the same conclusion, then you know I'll tend to agree with you guys. But I do think we have to give Jericho a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. That, All right. You know they. All right, we'll give him, we'll give him benefit of doubt, but wrestling has botches like it happens all the time. We we see it true. every every week when we watch pay per views with alf- athletes that are. Half his age and like supreme condition. It, the Rey Mysterio Kurt Angle match had two giant botches in it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. those guys were both at the peak of their powers, if you if you will. Um yeah, no, I, I mean I I I would like to think that Jericho knows himself enough to know that like if this was an issue that he wouldn't do it again. And may- maybe it was an issue. Maybe he said to himself, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. But I-, I leave that in his hands. I mean, you know, me personally, Jericho can retire the lion salt when he wants to retire it. And I'm not going to tell him anything. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. You ha- you heard it here first from our AEW expert. So, um, my only issue with 
wow, he should probably stop using the lion's salt. It wasn't even so much the flip where he almost landed on his neck, which is dangerous in another shape or form. Every time I've seen him do the lion's salt, he would hop up to the second rope and jump. This time, he stepped up and doesn't get the same momentum as he would if he hopped up to jump over, which probably led to him why he, how he almost landed on his neck. I And I'm saying this, I am a huge Jericho fan, always have been, always will be. Um, I agree with you, Pilch, where he says he, if he wants to retire it, let him retire it when he wants to retire it. And also, he would know better than the three of us of if he does need to retire it. Um, it just didn't look good at all. Yes, wrestling has botches, but Jericho's wrestling has been pristine from when we first saw him early days in WCW or up until, uh, up until that botch, honestly, um, to where I don't think I've ever seen him have that big of a misstep in his in his wrestling. So that's what kind of worried me because I would see him go for the lion salt and be like, oh, he's just gonna hit this lion salt here, regardless of 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 age and whatever else. Um so for me to see him with that misstep, I'm like, ooh, maybe finally after I don't know, 50-something years that age and whatnot is starting to catch up with to him, starting to catch up to him now. And he could come out the next time he fights and do the lines all perfectly, and it'll all be a wash. And we'll just move on and, and not even have this conversation anymore. Um, but I think this was the first chick in the armor showing uh, Jericho's getting up there in years. Not that he needs to stop wrestling, not that he, if he doesn't do the lines on anymore, he's going to be uh, any different. He can still go in the ring. Um, still probably one of the top guys in AEW, uh, on, even on name recognition alone. Um, but this is, it, it, it worried me because this was the first chink in the armor that I've seen in, in my viewing of his entire career. I do want to point some out. Real quick. Well, not point some out, but I do want to touch on something. Is we had this uh, discussion probably like a month ago, maybe a little bit longer, about our Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, right? Mm hmm. And I, I decided very recently, uh, you know, maybe a day or two ago, that I'm going to change mine just slightly. Is my top three still stay the same? It's Hogan, Rock, Austin. But I'm moving Jericho into my number four slot. And you and I would totally agree with you. And it's, you know, this <clears throat> weird lion salt thing was kind of the spark to it because I thought about everything Jericho had done and, you know, where he's at now. And I just think I don't know if there's anyone else in the business that's done as much for the business and for other people as Jericho has done. And that that stems from building talent in WCW, building talent in WWE, building talent in Japan, and now even more so putting over young talent in AEW for 
30 plus years like i think um yeah chris jericho is easily in my top four at this point i don't know i don't know how much he was building others when he was the that up and coming person i don't think the building of others comes until you're the the older dog in the room um i i disagree slightly only because i think you can build others if you're on the same plane in my opinion like you can you can have a match with someone that's your equal, but if you both live up to the hype, then you you upheld your your job in building that other person as well. And I don't know if you can point out a bad Jericho match. No, no, I don't think you can. Um, and I mean, if we've and we've watched a good chunk of his of his WCW run in the last handful of pay per views that we've watched. And uh, we've kept a pretty good eye on even his current stuff now in AEW. And outside of that one thing, I don't think we could put together a whole match that's quote unquote bad with Jericho in it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's just almost, almost regardless of who else is in the match. And he's had, he had a long, uh, storyline with freaking china and was put in very they were cold intercontinental champions for a time so he's working with her nightly and and was able to get halfway decent matches out of her put her over i mean yeah 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 i mean uh yeah that's just where in the revolving door of Mount Rushmore, you know, Jericho's there for me. So. Well, Jericho, I guess you can just do whatever you want, man. We trust you. I think that's the consensus. It's just Jericho is just he, Jericho's going to Jericho. He, he's, right. he's not giving us any other reason to not, you know, trust him. That's maybe true. he had it. He maybe he had too much bubbly before the match. Who knows? Maybe, maybe he did. Listen, the way his body looks right now, he's definitely had too much of the bubbly. <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, let's get into picks. Um, so Royal Rumble. So are we doing? We're doing the whole card. No, let's yeah. just do the Rumble match. Let's just do the Rumble match. Ooh, Chris, let's do this. I got matches. Uh, I got a monkey wrench to throw in. Okay. Let's do winner of each one and Iron Man slash Iron Woman of each one. Who lasts the longest. Right. Ooh, okay. 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 Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the people that are here now. And we still don't know. We got about half of the. We got just over half of the men in. The women are doing thirty, so we're just under half from the women. We got twelve in right now for the women, eighteen in for the men. Confirmed ones in. Confirmed. 
I already know my women's my woman's pick. Well, you go right ahead, Chris. Woman's pick for both winner and Iron Man, Bianca Belair. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I like that. Both. Um, mine for the women. Iron person Iron Man who lasts the longest. I think I'd agree with you with Bianca. She had a really like you mentioned in our pre-show, she had a really good showing in last year's Rumble. Didn't she last the longest in the last ones too? Um, you might be right. Um and, and I don't foresee I can't foresee why she wouldn't be in there for an extremely long time now too for this year. Um, as for winner, you know, you know what I gotta do. Oh, here we go. Winning the rumble in 2021. She's not, but okay. She absolutely is. All right, whatever. Hmm. I wonder if uh the rumble uh pilch. Uh, my Iron Woman will be Bailey. I think she's gonna come out early and stay until the very end, but not. Win. There you go, Pilch. Uh, close, I believe close enough. Will be Rhea Ripley. I think she's gonna make her debut on the main roster and uh, win the Royal Rumble. That's that's a solid pick too. Honestly, uh, I think she's done. She's done everything that she could possibly do down in NXT. Um, I think it's time for her to move up. And I know we've had this conversation before with uh, who is next to fight for said women's titles, uh, whether it's Asuka or I think Sasha still got the, the other women's strap. Um, I think it's time. Yeah, it's time for, for Rhea Ripley to come up and, and for her to get her run. The Nightmare versus Asuka at WrestleMania is the match I'm hoping for. So hopefully that pans out. Mm. Pans out. Just to go back, uh, she, um, Bianca Belair was the Iron Man of last year's with 35, 35 minutes, 29 seconds. Charlotte won, and she was the next closest. She had 27 minutes, 19 seconds. So... Hmm. I think Bianca... I, there's no, there is no reason why Bianca Belair... Wouldn't win this, and also do the Iron Iron Woman because she's already done it. Ooh. Well, maybe that's the reason why she wouldn't do it. I mean, she might have the most eliminations, but I don't think she's going to win or be the longest in. Person. She tied with for most eliminations with with Shayna Baszler. They Lost. both had eight. If I wasn't picking a waifu, I think I would go with Alexa Bliss as my pick to win it. I do love Alexa. I like what she's been, I, I like what she's been doing with uh with the fiend and with uh with Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, I think she plays the Harley Quinn esque kind of role very, very well. Um, so I, that would probably be my pick if I wasn't picking uh, my waifu Bailey. Mm. 
Let's see. What about the the men's Warren? Men's. Um, so I'm just gonna go off of who's been announced already. Um, as much as I can't stand them, I think Lashley is going to be the iron person um, and last longest and probably have the most eliminations. Um, but as far as winning it, let's go with, uh, let's go with D bride, fave five, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan winning it all. Bobby Lashley, Iron Man. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I honestly don't know. Pilch, what do you got? Who do you think for the men's? Ugh, I hate to say it, but I have the exact same picks. I think Bobby Lashley is going to be the Iron Man. Daniel Bryan's going to win. As much as I don't like it, I think that's what's going to happen. Daniel Bryan's one last hurrah. Yes. Who do you think he would challenge if he won? I hope or he challenges he Roman and Roman puts him into retirement. That's my yeah. My hope. But yeah, I don't think it would make sense if he challenged uh, if he challenged Drew. Part of me also sees Drew retaining the belt, Goldberg entering Rumble at 30 and winning, and then challenging Roman at WrestleMania. I hope that doesn't happen, but I could see it happening. Just to switch it up, since you guys both picked the same people, I'm going to go. I'll say I think him winning is too sexy of a pick, so I'll go Iron Man. And I'll go Biggie. So that okay. So if I wasn't picking Daniel Bryan, I would definitely pick Biggie. I want. I really, really want to say Biggie's gonna win it, but he already has the IC title. Unless he is he on the does he have a match on the card? As of right now, there is no IC title match on the card. It is just it's both of the heavyweight titles. Roman versus all Kevin Owens in the last, last man standing. And then women's Drew, tag. Drew and Olberg. Uh women's tag match with Oscar and Charlotte versus Nia and Shayna Baszler. And then women's rumble, men's rumble. Right. So I just think big they they're given they get they put the IC title on him. I feel like they're gonna he, this is his year. He's gonna get a bigger push. And get at least the title shot. I don't know if they're actually going to put the big strap on him, but he's going to have a match for it at some point between now and the like, but before the end of the year, he's going to have had a at least a heavyweight title shot for mm-hmm. each title. So I don't know. I would want to say he wins it, but I'm going to say he's going to come real close. They're going to make it look like he's going to win, and he's like he might lose like the last second. But I think he'll have he'll be in the longest. Um, winner. I don't like the Daniel Bryan win. He's on SmackDown, so he would fight Drew, right? Oh no, no, no! He's on SmackDown. He would fight Roman. Um, 
Maybe. No, but he already has money in the bank. Miz won't win. No, there's no shot in hell, Miz wins. No, he already has money in the bank. He doesn't need to win. Ooh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but I'm just going to say it because I like it. Sammy Zane sneaks that out. I wouldn't hate that. Sammy Zane. I want to see Sammy Zane because here's why I want. This is what I want Sammy to do. I want him to do the old. I'm going to slip out of the ring and I'm going to hide under the ring until like the last couple and then come in, sneak in, do a kind of like a Santino, but not. He was like thrown out and like knocked out and then got back in at the end. Yeah. I want Sammy to purposefully like he's going to get in. People are going to be down and he's going to sneak back out and go like hide under the ring. And you're going to forget about him and he's going to come out and like dump somebody over and Sammy wins. I would for that. that. I would love it. Well, the uh, the hot rumor on the dirt sheets right now is that Sammy Zayn's going to retire. No, and, uh, really? El, El Generico is going to make a debut somewhere in TNA. I would, I would love for El Generico to win too. Amazing. It's almost like they're the same person. God. I don't know. I like the Unabomber look for Sami Zayn right now. Yeah, I just, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I don't want Daniel Bryan to win. I just feel like it's going to happen. I don't know. People I don't want to win. Who don't? I, Sheamus, no. Shinsuke, no. I don't want to win? Sh- or yeah. Or don't think is going to win. I don't want to win. You wouldn't want Shinsuke to win? Nah. Nah, I have zero interest in that Shinsuke WrestleMania man. Okay, all right. This was 10 years ago, maybe, but not now. Right. Like, here's the problem with Shinsuke, all right? I know Shinsuke's great, right? I know he's great. Did WWE ruin him? Yeah. Do I, like, now? I don't care about Shinsuke. I was I was big on Shinsuke when he first came in. I thought it was all great. I loved everything about it. I loved the entrance, you know, how he was in the ring, the bravado, like all of it. I liked all of it. And then, you know, they started doing rude stuff with him, and now I just, like, don't care about Shinsuke anymore. I'm like, I'm over it. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't want to see it. Nah. He's, it's just, it's over. It's, go back to Japan. Like, I don't know. It's done. So, here's a curveball for you, is the since the Peacock merger happened, and there's going to be a lot more exposure on WWE for WrestleMania, there's a lot of hot rumors that number 30 in the Royal Rumble is going to be John Cena. And he's going to challenge Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I hope not. No. No, no, no. But what the if he only comes way... out as the Doctor of Thugonomics? No. The only the only person I want to see come out like that and win and face Roman Reigns is The Rock. I want it to be like everyone's pretty much out. Somebody, whoever you know, whoever it may be, maybe it's maybe it's Bobby Lashley, like standing in the middle of the ring, posing like I got this, or. You know, maybe it's Daniel Bryan. Maybe it's The Miz or someone. You know, somebody in there who's like, this person is poised right now for winning. 
it all. They only have like maybe three, four people left and they've already like, you know, run through them. And now they're the last person standing. It's just like, I just have to get them out of the ring now. And then all of a sudden you hear it and it's just, and then their face drops and then the rock comes in and he's just, you know, rock bottom here, rock bottom there, over, rock bottom, over, people's elbow, over, like, and then it's the rock and he's going to face Roman. And then Roman comes out and looks and then rock looks and then points and then that's how they end it. So you wouldn't want John Cena to be in it? No. 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 Are you sure about that? I'm positive about that, John Cena. Nothing against John Cena. Word life. You wouldn't you wouldn't lose your mind? I would No, I no. No, I wouldn't no. I mean if it's so Chris Sure, but Dr. Thomas, Chris, I'm in. Hear me out, Chris. Okay, hear me out. I'll hear you out. Okay, let's say in a different timeline, okay, mm-hmm. Jim Ross goes back to WWE. Jim Ross is gonna win it. Oh, shit. hang on. Look, let me finish. Good old, Jim Ross. Good old JR goes back to WWE. Okay. And he's announcing the Royal Rumble. Oh boy! All right, and we're we're knee deep into it. We're in the we're down in in the, somewhere in that twenty five to thirty range. We don't know who's left. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Jim Ross starts talking as the time is kicking down, ticking down, mm-hmm. and it gets to one, and you hear music, and then Jim Ross says. And his name is John Cena. And you get the music and the bass and Cena's right there. And he comes in and just does his five moves. The five moves of doom, baby. Five moves of doom. And is your 2021 Royal Rumble winner. I don't think I would be. I don't think I would enjoy it. I really don't. I don't think I would enjoy it. Not like what if? What if he gets Daniel Bryan with a five knuckle shuffle? I'd like that. <laughs> Hits Daniel Bryan with five knuckle shuffle. Daniel Bryan gets a concussion, and that's the end of his career. Right there, and that's yeah, the that's end. That's there the end go. of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, five knuckle shuffle. In the career of his former brother-in-law. Yep. I love former soon to be brother in law because they were engaged. And then he tweets Nikki and says, It's all your fault. Yes. Love exactly. Love Why aren't we in the writer's room of WWE right now? I don't know. Do you, do you, Chris, do you need to hear the theme again? Because I, I think I think I you need to hear it again. I don't need to hear the theme again. I think you need to hear it again. Oh, boy. And his name is John Cena! Do you hear that bass? I hear it. I Well, when's, uh, yeah. when's the second Suicide Squad coming out? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know when any movies are coming out anymore. Oh, all of them are getting, like, they're going straight to, like, streaming. Yep. Theaters. But I would say if, if Suicide Squad was coming out in, like, the next couple of weeks, I would say, okay, yeah, that's going to happen. 
but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, John, John Cena is going to be at WrestleMania. That's a, like a foregone conclusion at this point. In some way, shape, or form, absolutely. Yeah, so if if it's regular John Cena, I'm hoping it's Dr. Thug, Thugonomics John Cena. You know, <laughs> tweets are out. What, here's a question for you, Chris. What mm-hmm. if there's like three competitors left in the ring? The okay. Doctor of Thugonomics song hits, and John Cena raps about everyone that's in the ring still, and then throws them out, <laughs> then wins the ring. Oh run. my god! Uh, Are you in on that? I'm a hundred percent in on that. <laughs> god damn it! I don't know. Maybe I, I I would have to be in the moment. I guess because then because then Jr. would say. And there's a 2021 winner of the Royal Rumble. And his name is John Cena. Just like that. Word life. Word life. I mean, I would enjoy it more if it was uh, Sami Zayn or Big E, but. Mm hmm. I hear you. I don't know. I don't know. John Cena better not win. <laughs> I mean, like, if John Cena fights Rome, and then it's like, I don't know. How do you fit the Rock into that? Oh, the Rock's not yeah, definitely good. Years, Triple H has already said it's it's not so much up to WWE because WWE would have The Rock. The Rock has to find time in his uh, vastly busy schedule. Yeah, and he's got to stop juicing. And he's not going to stop juicing. He's part time. He doesn't need to get tested. Yeah, come on, Chris. He's not going to stop juicing. He's not. <laughs> Why would? Like seeing The Rock in. Even in like uh, uh, like one of the fast like the fast movies that he's in, the Fast and Furious movies he's in, and seeing like how huge he is in those movies, and all just how thick he is, and then going back and watching like Nation of Domination Rock or like not even that Rock, even uh, when he came back when he first got his tribal um, tattoo. On his chest, like he's so- well. When he when he first went to Hollywood, he slimmed down to like because forever he was like six five two seventy five. Hmm. I swear, when he first went to Hollywood, he was like maybe two fifty two forty five. Watch What's that movie with um, he's a football player and he ta- he like adopts that girl. The Tooth Fairy? No, not Tooth Fairy. Game Plan. Go by game. game plan and look at how thin he is. Yeah, no, he was. Game plan. He was. You're absolutely right. Tiny, 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 tiny. And then it. And then when he came back and fought, uh, when he fought Cena at WrestleMania, is when he really started to blow up. And now you see him. It's just like Jesus Christ. Oh, he's mad. <laughs> massive. His upper body is the size of my entire body. Yeah, easily. And I'm 250. I wish I was 250. That's the worst. I'm like 150. 
Fuck you, Belgium. <laughs> you wait a second. <laughs> that was like aggressive, Chris. Yeah, it was meant to be aggressive. You gotta let me hit this first before you drop that. Jesus. Anywho, so where are we at? 116. What else do we got? We did our picks. Uh Pilt, you want to book the woman's Royal Rumble match? I feel like I already did. You already did. You really did. Oh, okay. Well, Pilch already booked it, so that that gets us through the pre-show. <laughs> I'll give you the uh, the long and short of it. Bailey okay. and Bianca started out. You get a bunch of people throughout the match. Uh, number thirty is Rhea Ripley. She comes in, uh, eliminates Bianca first, and then Bailey thinks she's yes. in. She's got it one, and then she gets dumped over the top rope. Rhea Ripley wins. Goes on to WrestleMania to fight Asuka, wins the title, and you know, so on and so forth. I will say this. If Rhea Ripley comes out, I will get up off the couch, and I will do the stomp with her. Yeah. Because that's my you favorite st- part. You still have to teach our sist- or my sister-in-law, your wife, uh, how to do the stomp so she can do it. Oh, I'll teach. Kara's not that flexible. I don't think Kara can get her leg up that high. Flexible. She runs, doesn't she? She Warren. She refuses to stretch. She like I'm gonna when next time I see you, I'm gonna show you how Kara stretches, and it's not stretching. She's just standing there. It's the, I get so mad at her because she always says, "Oh, I just you know, oh, I just got back. I ran like six miles. Oh, I just got to stretch so tight. I got to stretch." And then I watch her stretch. I'm like, "You're not. This is why you're tight all the time because you're not stretching." What you're doing isn't doing anything. Like you got, and I get up my 250 something pound ass, and I got to show Kara how to stretch. And like, this is a stretch. And I get down, man. I get, I'm I'm way more flexible than Kara is. And I should not be. I should not be. I'm talking, I go like doing my, like stretching your quads and your hand, like Sean Michaels, like pyros going off behind me. That's how deep I get. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? And Kelly still standing straight up, like, oh no, I can feel it. No, you can't. No, you can't. There's no way. There's no way. That's hilarious. You know that means like if you're so good at exercising, why don't you exercise more? It's like, cause I don't want to. <laughs> she gets mad. She's like, you have all this knowledge. You have all this like exercising knowledge and then you don't use it. It's like, I don't know. What do you want from me? Well, wow. she refuses to like take my advice because I'm fat and she doesn't think I know what I'm talking about, but I do. I'd uh, I'd like to apologize because this podcast took a very left turn here at the end. What you say? Oh, that you only meant well, but cause you did. Ooh, what you say? Mm, that it's all for the there we go. Hey, well, Warren, yeah. can you uh, can you count us down with a careless whisper before we go? Oh no! Yeah, Chris, get your um while you're getting your particulars ready to be read. I'm just gonna cleanse the palate of the Triple R Podcast family with a little bit of. Get everybody back in the loving mood. 
get oh, ready for our 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 pay per view this coming Sunday, where we talk about WCW NWO Uncensored nineteen ninety eight. But it's particular time right now. It is particular time right now. Uh, so here's what we got, ladies and gentlemen. Please, if you wouldn't mind, check us out on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Triple R Pod. Our website, triplerpodcast.com. Uh, you can find all of our episodes. You can leave us comments on all the episodes. You can email us from there and, you know, show us some love. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you're looking forward to. If you want to just send us an email directly, hey, Guess what that email is? The real triple R podcast at gmail.com. Uh, feel free. Let us know how you really feel about us. Um, and we'll most likely respond to you. Or if it's something really interesting, we'll read it on the show. I guarantee it. Um, Pilch, Warren, any, any uh, last thoughts? Any Anything you want to throw in before we get out of here? Yeah, I think we have to throw in to uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and the Spotify. We're also on Podcast Addict. Yeah. Or um, for those real deep, deep nerds, go right to that, uh, down that RSS feed. There you go. Coach, anything else? No. No. Okay. Well, I'm Chris. <laughs> And on behalf of Warren and Pilch, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, liking and subscribing. And we'll see you next time.